Welcome to Soul Whispers, the official soul-based coaching podcast where we are inspiring conversations about new paradigm coaching. I'm your host, Annemiek van Helsdingen, founder of the Academy for Soul-Based Coaching, where we've impacted the lives of thousands of coaches and clients. I love sharing insights and experiences that can make us all even better coaches, healers, therapists and leaders in this time of rapid transition. You can expect new perspectives and rigorous new paradigm coaching practices, all rooted in yin-fueled wisdom. Enjoy! Grief is part of life. We all get to experience our share of it, and it is deeply impactful and not always easy to navigate. Often coaches need to learn to be with grief, their own and their clients. Grief for new recent losses or saying goodbye to identities or fantasies about who we thought we were or the world we thought we lived in. Old layers of sedimented grief sometimes that never had a space to surface and be aired and honored and witnessed. Holding space for grief opens a sacred portal. And in this episode, I share with you how to open that sacred portal so that coaches can support their clients' process without stepping into therapy. We're having parties again. Birthday parties where we meet people outside of their Zoom screen, seeing friends of friends that disappeared for the last two years, or talking, laughing. It's really nice. But also, a big wave of grief hit me this week, realizing that people have started their full skill living again. And don't get me wrong, I'm happy to hear about all the things that people get up to. But I also realized that the last two years, the world kind of joined my rhythm, which is the rhythm of chronic illness, where my world is quite small and going out to eat is a challenge, where work, as amazing as it is, lives online, where lots of fun plans have to change into rain checks, and where disappointment and limitation are just part of what is. I've learned to organize my life around it, And so after two years, when I'm confronted again with how others live their lives in slightly more normal times, I feel it. There's another layer of stuff to process for me. It's not a new theme and no new things have happened. It's just part of my reality. And it reminded me of how often coaches need to learn to be with grief, their own and their clients. You know, the grief for new recent losses, the grief of saying goodbye to identities or fantasies about how we thought we were or, you know, the world that we thought we lived in. Sometimes it's old layers of sedimented grief that never had a space to surface, be aired and honored and witnessed. Because holding space really opens a sacred portal for grief. And our flashy, shiny, well, I'm most definitely successful world has no tolerance for it. For the parts that don't look sexy on the outside. For the parts that seem stuck or endless or not moving. But honoring grief really is a life-giving practice. 
It is a doorway into our innate, so the, the capacity for healing and transformation. So the capacity for healing and transformation that we're born with. And it's an important doorway. What grieving wants to be done in you? You know, after two years of pandemic, I've no doubt something has been waiting for your attention. And what if we honor this together? Not to drown in sorrow or to glorify tears, but to honor the parts that hurt. And to honor you and to honor each other for walking our path with all that's part of it. Because what if everything is allowed to be in you? The darkness of night and the light of day, the heavy and the airy, the fully formed and uh, the outlines only, the playful mischief, the rosy dreamer, the let's get shit done now, the fearless warrior, the patient, the wise, the I want it now, the fool, but also the grief, the love, the anger, the outrage, the fear, Allowing yourself to be in the cooking pot of life continuously, alchemized to be alive while being rooted in the place in you that is home. What would happen then? I can lift the tip of that veil from my own long-standing spiritual practice in embodied feminine spirituality, my coaching practice of 25 years and, and also navigating my life for almost 50 through things like divorce, chronic illness, involuntary childlessness, miscarriage. It is this combination of being rooted in self and allowing all the parts and flavors and unfolding to take place that means that I feel like a full kaleidoscope, a life with such depth and a deep trust in myself and in life. And so learning to be with grief is as important as learning to be with anything else in us. Right? We don't want the grief to stay frozen in our system, holding precious life energy and space that can't be engaged into creating the new to follow the great unfolding. And you may have heard of Dr. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, who wrote about the five stages of death, or also known as the five stages of grief, in 1969. She observed how people would go through different stages when confronted with death. And she identified these stages as defense mechanisms or coping mechanisms to change, loss, and or shock. So the stages were never meant to be described as linear, but you know, step by step, but for some reason, that's how they're often taken. And you might have, might have seen this that, that denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance as a way of describing a common path that is taken. But all of these things are things that you or your client may be experiencing over time in response to a shocking change or a loss. And there really is no timeline no prescribed way of doing this. Sometimes old grief just surfaces. And the way I see it, it's time. It's an opportunity to process and release another layer. But the most important thing that you can do for clients, but also for yourself, is to hold space. 
to take time to fully connect with and accept life as it is. Accept that your client is grieving as they are. And it doesn't need to change. But for some reason, over time, it does change when it is fully, unconditionally embraced. This is a path of radical acceptance. And we do that when we're ready. And very often it is piece by piece. So there's nothing to fix. You don't have to take the pain away. The pain is an expression of the love lived and a hope once dreamed of. Help your clients find their resilience, their feet, what nourishes them in what's happening now. And one great way to do that is to ask them, what would you like to have happen when this is how it is right now? Trusting that your client is held by life as well as by you. That your client is resourceful and strong in just the right ways. And that their body, mind and soul know what they need next. And so as a coach, as a healer, the question is, can you sit with grief? Yours or someone else's? Can you sit without wallowing, drowning or losing your feet? Without wanting to move it or hide it or fix it? Have you tasted the sweetness of grief that is allowed to surface and be witnessed? Have you tasted the nourishment of the tears that can flow? And it's not just new raw grief, but it's also the grief that pops up from a long forgotten layer. It's grief that is raw and edgy, or grief that is soft or lingering. All of it is a doorway into healing. Don't be afraid of it. Don't ever be afraid of it. We can do this. Grief doesn't follow a timeline. It doesn't have a plan. And you know, doing it quickly, getting it over with, it doesn't make someone a, a more accomplished person or a better person. So... When old grief pops up, it doesn't mean that you need to blame yourself in any way for not having gotten through it yet. Um, the thoughts of, oh, I thought I dealt with this. They're so human, but don't use them to make yourself bad. Grief follows its own trajectory. And, you know, there are waves where it really plays up and then there are waves when it kind of quietens down again. And it really takes courage to grieve, to allow yourself to feel the pain or the rage or the despair or even the sweet memories. And that brings me to the other side of this for the coach, for the healer. If you want to learn to sit with grief, it's really useful to start thinking about what does it require of you? What is needed for you so that you can do that? One of the things that comes to me is that it requires a willingness to open our hearts and to feel 
how the story, how the pain of our client, how that resonates in our own system. Not moving to shut ourselves off from that, not moving to go into stories around what that must be like, or like feeling into what the client is experiencing, but also not going into strategizing and finding out, oh, how can I get them out of this feeling, this discomfort as soon as possible? What it requires is to just allow that frequency of grief to resonate in you while you stay present, while you let go of outcome, let go of judgments, of ideas of how, it, you know, what it should look like, how it should play out for this client. Really connect from that open heart and anchor yourself in the deep trust that yes, it may be hard right now for your client. It may be so deeply emotional and they have all that they need to be able to navigate this, especially when you can hold them in this space of loving presence. When you're here to guide them towards what they would like to have happen, given that this grief is now part of their experience in this moment. That is where a big part of the challenge is. And so I invite you to find out more about what it requires from you. And let us know in the comments or send us an email about what you're experiencing and exploring because of this podcast. Let us know your questions, your insights. We love hearing from you. See you next time.